because of a book world what's up what's popping how are you now how's this week been for you all right on today's podcast we'll be talking about rape we'll be reflecting on rape and i am interviewing someone that has been through this and she'll be talking to us about it sharing a lot so stay tuned in and god bless you hey welcome to apple code um please introduce yourself Okay, my name is Tolope Oyejemi. I'm a student. Um, okay, I also like to identify as a self-development enthusiast. And for the purpose of this meeting, I am or I was a rape victim. Yeah, that's it. All right, thank you for that. Um, the second question I have here is, yeah. um, please share your story with us. The before, the doing, okay. and the after okay so when i was seven i met two girls and then we became friends but we're age mates they were age mates they were a class ahead of me so that means they went to secondary school first so immediately they left for secondary school i became really lonely and then when my parents couldn't take it anymore they had me go to write the exam the entry exam for gs1 and then i became a student of their, of their school too so we got to see each other often and then our lives seemed to return to normal so when I clocked 10 it was one of these normal regular nights in school and then there was this particular day, it was on a Sunday after dinner yes, it was a boarding school so I was supposed to like after dinner go to prep like night prep mm-hmm. so on this particular day I was feeling really pressed after having after eating dinner so i felt let me quickly go and use the toilet before heading to the class but the rule in school or in the school at the time was if you if the gates of the um, hostels get locked you cannot get in for any reason no matter what the reason is except is a i don't know it's an emergency that's only when you get in so by the time i ran from the dining hall to my hostel which was almost the closest to the dining hall the hostel gates were already locked so that means i had to find an alternative mm-hmm. except if i wanted to mess myself so if you are familiar with unity schools with the way the structure of unity schools there are usually a lot of pushes around so most times when you can get access into the school hostel maybe to to the toilets the next option is to go into the bush so it was like the norm but it wasn't really the norm except of course like my case was the hostels were locked so i thought okay since it's already late i don't want to go really far into the bush let me just quickly use the um let me quickly go into the bush but not too far so i went to the back of the hostel and then while i was bending down I felt strong hands around my neck and then the same the other hand covered my my mouth and then the person kept taking me far into the bush remember i didn't want to go far into the bush because well it was already late and then i'm scared of snakes so no that was a no no i didn't want anything that would make me say ah i was bitten by snakes so no i was i was trying to scream and fight oh well i was just a 10 year old against the ex-year-old man you know and then i felt the pressure was really much and it felt like if i was training if i was struggling too much i'll probably lose all my strength 
pass out. So I I was struggling, but well, I had to bring it down. And then at some point, the guy the guy put me down, and he was like, "Okay, this is the thing. You will keep quiet, and then I do what I want to do, and then you go." So I said, "Okay, okay, okay." And then so immediately he put me to the ground, and he said, "What is what he said?" And I said, "Okay." Then I started shouting again. So he took me. He was like, "Ah, so." Maybe the the message I passed was, oh, this person is very disobedient. She's not going to, she's not going to play by the rules. So he kept taking me further into the bush, and it was already like six thirty, seven p.m., seven thirty, around that time. I don't know what the time was, but it was dark. Yes, yeah, so <clears throat> he actually in the bush. <laughs> it's a really long story, but. I got raped in the bush, you know, and then there were a lot of strange things that happened that he did to my body. Okay, the first thing I need to say is, before that time, before the whole incident, I had been sexually abused on so many occasions, countless occasions. So, well, the issue of the penis in the vagina was not strange, but the other sexual act or the kind of strange act that he did, like, trying to put his hands into my vagina, trying to, I don't know, get me open by force, trying to also um, touch other parts of my body. It was it was a really traumatic experience. It's something I can't really forget. So after all of that happened, I ran as fast as I could, and I left the scene. So I don't even know who did it. She get so up till now. Except if the person is going to come and say, okay, I raped somebody 10 years ago, then we'll begin to sort out the details. And I'll be like, oh, okay, he did that to me. I really don't know who he was. So I ran away. And then I ran into the matron's lodge, though she wasn't around. I saw three of my classmates. So one of them went to um, the school area to go and tell them that hi everybody totally just got ripped blah 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 and then the school was thrown into disarray and all that then i had a cousin at that time who was in ss2 so somebody went to call her and then she took me to the school clinic at the school clinic they had i don't know they tried to make me understand that um they tried to let me just say debunk my argument or my my case they're like how, how would you say he got raped the school is secure blah 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 blah. i mean you saw your menstruation for the first time and you're freaking out and i was like i know what happened to me i just got raped so they took me to the hospital and then at the hospital with the little i could make out from what the nurse from my school and the doctor on duty discussed it so happens that there was penetration took place and well for somebody who knows the law in that aspect that means i was raped but up till now the school never clearly admitted it they still even when they took me back I, they took me from the hospital and took me to the school no medications were given all they kept telling me was i um had my I saw my period for the first time and I freaked out. They told me to write reports and all of that, but still, they still didn't. They still didn't do anything about it. Nobody took it up. The only time that I know that people talked about um, the case after that, I mean teachers and senior staff, 
was when they wanted to say, Oh, is this children that will just be saying what you, your mom, Abby, your eyes did not see? How can you see your period and then say that you got trips? Yeah, that was the only time that people really talked about it. So, outside that, I got it back then. Nobody really took any steps to help me out of it. But well, here I am today, telling my story again. So, yeah, that's it. Um, how has this experience affected your life? Okay, it has in a lot of ways, but basically, I think it just honestly, to be honest, I didn't get to think about it. I mean, like when I was already, it happened when I was in just one, so I just so I was. I wasn't thinking about it that much. I was just, I just had concerns about the perspective or the perception of people about me. I mean, people in school who knew my face. You know, even after that time, people always call me and say, I say, hey, what's your name? I'll be like, Tolu. And they're like, yeah, the Tolu in just one day. Yes. When you do one that correlates that day, then luckily, if, my, if I had my friends around or I was with somebody who was a bit older, or in another class, person will say, Tolu, let's go, let's go away from this place. Or the person will try to change the topic. I was just concerned about not being fished out from a crowd and then carrying about the tag of this was the girl that was raped. So after that time, I actually didn't really think about it again. And then I just tried to do other things. Then, coupled with the fact that I haven't left the school. So not until my 200 level. I think I still get to think about it at all. And when I now started to think about it and the effects that it had on my life, that the, ex- um, the experience had on my life, even right from age then, it was a lot. It was really overwhelming. You know, it wasn't like I'd been thinking about it before that time. I just started thinking about it. So the feelings that I had were as overwhelming as if it just happened like a day ago, some, some weeks ago, you get. So it led me to into depression. I had suicidal thoughts. I withdrew from people. I didn't want to talk to even my favorite boys, you know. And then it just kind of messed messed me up. It messed with me, and it was really bad. But honestly, I feel like um, outside of all of those things, I mean, the mess that it caused me and all of that. I feel like if one me to get more strength somehow i mean moving from it i'm not saying getting ripped gives you strength i'm just saying um finding a place in my heart that i know okay this is it is not my fault that got ripped and then i've been able to move from it i've still not gotten any form of professional help or anything but well i've been able to just help myself to move away from it so it has given me strength and that has just made me think that okay yeah you are ripped but it doesn't really mean that it is the end of the world, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically that's it. Okay. Um, if this experience hadn't happened, what do you think would have been different for you? A lot of things. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is, okay, there's no even need to say, I was going to say, this way might not be happening, but yeah. That's that's like the slightest of it all. So if the if I didn't have the experience, a lot of things would have been different for me. Thought okay. that would be telling a different story today. You know, I probably still then yeah. I know that I would be a sexual maturity advocate. Yeah, like a 
one. Now I'm not saying that being raped makes me um think that we should not um advocate sexual purity. I'm just saying for me, it feels like there are some things that I've not really been able to come to terms with when it comes to agreeing with um the situations or the things that have defined who I am. Do you understand? Yeah. And no matter what story I tell about my life, there will still be a place where I have to mention that I have been raped. Do you understand? Yeah. So you like if 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 um if um the if I didn't have the experience, I'll probably be advocating for something like that. Then also also I feel like being raped has helped me to come to terms with some of the or to, it has made some of the um some of the um is it advantages now that people are fighting for or the changes in the society that people want to see it has made them resonate with me like okay i understand that nobody owns my body yeah. as a woman mm-hmm. because i don't own any man's body do you understand yeah. so yeah it has made me understand that okay when you want to touch somebody you need consent even if you i mean yeah, I understand that you should maybe your friends who like physical touch and all of that. But for people who the case is really complicated though. I mean the issue of um touching and all of that. But yeah, when it comes to people who do not want to be touched, you understand that you need their consent. You know, it's it's different when somebody say, ah, but I'm just touching you now. Me, I'll be like, eh, don't touch her. Do you understand? Yeah. But another person is just like, ah, it's just a normal touch. I feel like if that had not happened to me, I'd have been like, eh, it's just, it's just a normal thing. And then I feel like some of the ideologies I have now, you know, sexual orientations, like how how I really perceive some certain things, I wouldn't perceive it that way. Like for me, okay, this is, <clears throat> I have, okay, I was talking to you today, and person was telling me, like, okay, I, I met person a few weeks ago, and then 90% of the things that he has tried to talk to me about are sexual. It's not like he's trying to ask me to have sex with him, but he just wants to, you know, he wants to relate with me on the level of my sexuality. And I don't want to talk about it because I don't see why I should put that on the line. And honestly, I think it is because of the things that have happened before. For me, I would never be a freaky person. No, it's it's never really going to happen for me because I don't think I can explore explore my sexuality to that area because I'll be like, oh, is it really comfortable? I mean, I didn't start having sex because I wanted to start having sex. It was because somebody forced me. And I feel like maybe freakiness will come with, you know, just something that you just think of and you're like, oh, let me try this, let me explore it. No. Sorry, it's something I'd like to do. So I think aside from that, I think every other thing would have played out normally. But my sexuality would have, you know, been the story would have been a little different from what it is now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I would love to know that um, from the beginning of this um of the sexual assault to this very moment, what has been the place of God? I want you to explain explain your journey with God. In this whole big experience okay. of life. Okay. So when I when I got raped at ten, yes, I I could have turned to any other person, but it never occurred to me to turn to God. 
you understand? Yes. I, yeah, I mean, I come from a Christian family. I prayed when I could that time, even now. But you never really think, I never really thought of it as, well, the person you should go to is God. You know, he will understand everything. Though I, I tried to confide in some people. I remember this nurse who was, she, she worked in the school hospital and then she was really close to my family. So even when I tried to explain stuff to her, she always dismissed it. And there was even this time that I was like, okay, let's go and break the news to my mom. And then she dismissed it as usual. Johnson, yeah. I could have easily gone to confide in God and all that, but it never occurred to me. Even in 200 level, when I began to rethink the experience, it still didn't occur to me to think, to think that, okay, maybe God is somebody you can confide in. Though a few times, <clears throat> excuse me, a few times when I cried, I would say, God, I'm not blaming you for... <laughs> these things could have been different i mean the situations could have been different it could have been averted or something like that but it never really occurred to me to blame him or talk to him about how i felt not until maybe my yeah my 300 level i started picking up on okay god is beyond just waking up in the morning and praying to him and thanking him for life and then committing your day to him you can actually talk to him the way you talk to your friends even the intimacy could even be more than the one you have with your friends and then i think that was where i began to pick up um talking to him about pick up the habit of talking to him about the slightest feelings i didn't start with talking to him about my experience Mm -hmm. then at some point i was like if i can if i can sometimes ask him that should I maybe is it right with you to give us back? So why can't I why can't I tell him something that is really important to me? Like I've been raped before, this is how I feel. Sometimes I feel filthy, I feel dirty, I feel unworthy. I don't understand. I feel like this whole thing maybe I could have caused it in some way, or maybe something happened that maybe I don't know, maybe at the beginning of the creation maybe i i didn't fall in line maybe i was late to the registration room though i'm trying to exaggerate now but well there were there were different things that i couldn't really explain at the point but i felt like maybe something was wrong with my life you know the fact that i've been sexually abused before that time i mean as a very young child somebody that you see i like person doesn't know anything and then you discover that a lot of people at um, several several occasions were sexually abusing her and then to crown it up she got raped at 10. so i felt like okay what is happening so but in talking about all these things in just talking about my feelings to him when i discovered that i could it has helped me to find peace and to know that regardless of what happens god's perception of me doesn't change i mean remember i said when the case happened i I was just trying to hide from the crowd and i was careful about people's perception of me so you know that stands in contrast to me and me and god and how i think he feels about me you know i know that okay he doesn't see me as unworthy he doesn't blame me he still thinks of me the same way he thinks of me he has maybe even better plans mm-hmm. you know and all of that and then i know that regardless of what happened 
regardless of what happens, I still have him in my corner, always, you know, to find strength, encouragement. You know, sometimes I, I might just, I might just be on the road. Okay, let me give you an example. Yeah. Sometimes, let's say, I'm just, I'm just living my life, and then I can just hear a story of, do you know that that girl that got married yesterday was a virgin, and I'll just get angry. Like, okay, she's a virgin, so why am I not a virgin? What's wrong? Why, why can't I? Why can't I also have this kind of story? You understand? And then it just goes on and on. And then I start, I start rambling. I start, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just feel like, okay, <clears throat> let me go and pour it on all on God. And then when I do that, I find peace. And then I understand that, okay, I mean, I'm not here to live under person's story. Yes. And the fact that somebody is a virgin doesn't really make the person special. If you get, yes, it doesn't mean that maybe maybe something is wrong or something will go wrong in my marriage. Please, if you're a virgin and you want to keep being that way till you get married, I encourage you, please do so. So, no, say something is more special than another thing. I'm just saying that is how I've been able to find comfort and peace with God. You know, yes. just talking to Him, things I can't really tell my family the feelings I get and then sometimes how I want to react to them. Yeah, God has really helped me in in a way that nobody can do that. Yeah, so that's it. Okay, thank you. Um are there still things you're battling with as a result of that trauma? Oh yeah. A lot of things. <clears throat> Sexually, yes. I mean Okay, when it happened in just one, I I didn't really have any urges like sexual urges and all that. But during this time, that I was writing the is it junior work now mm-hmm. in just three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> was that an exam? I think it was Yoruba. I just noticed that I I had some form of urges and I was like, what's going on? Even the teacher was like, are you always happy after the exam? What's wrong? well i couldn't i, I couldn't even figure out what was wrong myself. so then there was an empty room so i decided to go there then at the end i just figured that okay this is purely a sexual urge and somehow i don't know how but you need to satisfy it you understand and then that was how i began to masturbate so yeah, I've read, I've also read stories in the paper of how people get raped. There was this particular story I read about a, a maybe a three or five year old girl who got raped by her father, and then she became addicted to masturbation. I remember, so I was like, oh, my case is no different. So I think it's one of the things that come with um masturbation um, that come with sexual harassment or abuse or rape here yeah. so i've actually not been able to find out if like if it is important um if it's like a compulsory conse- consequence that you see if you have ever been sexually abused or raped but i know that for me and for the girl i read about in the newspaper it happened do you understand and then sometimes even now you're like okay i have i have i have sexual urges but nah i don't want to go there though sometimes you have to give in but most times you're like okay maybe not maybe yes you know sometimes it's just you don't really know what to do with distance it's not as easy as somebody who hasn't really done any of distance before and then you're like okay we 
and always wait a little longer. This is for somebody who it feels the feelings feel com- the feelings are composite most times. They are very composite, and then you feel like it's getting at me. And if I don't do something about it, you know, I might end up overreacting at the end of the day. And you're like, okay, the quickest means to this thing is masturbation, blah blah blah, and all that. So I guess there are other things that come with it. Some people, some people feel like um, getting raped makes you hate sex, makes you hate men. Well, I don't feel that way. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying my own experience is not that way. But what I do know is, I can be very paranoid. I mean, I could be in a room with even the most trusted man in my life, and I'll be like. No, please God. I hope I hope something that happened ten years ago is not about to repeat itself. You know, and then it's like I'm overreacting. This person is just there existing, not even thinking of anything related to that. And then what I'm doing here is getting paranoid. And then okay. Let's say sometimes <laughs> this this is meant to be really oh yeah, well I'm just going to say it anyway. It's like when you are when you are with somebody and then okay let's say both of you are making out and stuff like that and then let's say you just have a flash or not really or let's say you're just thinking and like nah i've lost interest and then you're like okay please i'm done can you can you let's finish up this whole thing you are, sometimes i might get scared that this person this person might not understand that you need to you need to understand that or you need to get my content or whatever to to go on and then i'm like this is going to turn into rape and honestly i'm going to make it it's like i'm, I'm seeking a revenge for the things that happened that time you know there was there was only a time that i used to say i would go to the university to study law so i can sue the, the secondary school or oh, well it's going to be a big case if i have to revisit it coupled with the fact that it is with the federal government but most times i'm just like okay if if somebody tries this thing with me, it's going to be like me getting my revenge for what he does or what he did and what happened ten years ago. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't relate to this with this person because I don't want to go there. Yeah, so basically that's it. Okay. Thank you. Um yeah. is there any message you need to get out there? Yeah, a lot of messages. Okay. First whether you're a man or a woman okay i think what's what's common with them women is sexually abusing younger males so please don't do it it's not something you should do and as a man don't try to don't think of even raping anybody it's on it's on head yeah it's on head of family but well it's on it's on culture of you it's a very animalistic behavior to rape anybody and then what whatever happens the rape victim is not to blame he, he or she doesn't carry the blame for whatever happened i mean it could have it could have been averted but then you chose to go on with it so that means you are not to it is not the victim who is to blame and if at all you think that um, maybe the victim has some blame in it, then try to make sure that you find out the details of the whole event. Don't find out part details. Find out everything that happened and then apportion the blames appropriately. And do not, and that is me um, consequentially saying, do not be a rape. 
apologist. Also, if you have been raped, just I know it's going to be tough, but please be strong. It's not it's not the end of your world. It's not it's not the beginning of the end of your life. Do you understand? It doesn't mean that at that point you begin to experience some degeneration. I mean, honestly, to be to be very honest with you, your vagina is the most how like it in this case is the most useless um um tool you have to succeed in. Do you understand? So whatever happens to it, it doesn't really it doesn't affect um the value that you have in you to give to the whole world. I mean the whole wild world. It is the least it is the least useful tool. So that means regardless of what happens, there's always a place of strength, of comfort and even of growth. You mean you just grow out of everything that happens. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to take you a week. Sometimes it takes years. I mean it took me seven years to even remember that I was raped. Mm-hmm. Before I now start thinking of it and all of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to take years to move from it and all of that. But your vagina is the least tool that you use to give value to the also let me give a disclaimer at this point me sharing my this is the second time i'm going to be sharing my story publicly even though sometimes i would prefer to remain quiet and the reason why i'm doing it is not because i enjoy sharing my story i like to sleep at night without thinking or recapping what happened but most times i understand that if you don't truly put yourself out there i understand that sharing your story can make you really vulnerable i mean even before i came i came live here i was thinking what would people what would people say about me would people would everybody believe me but honestly that's not what matters i know i am not like you know i'm not trying to do plenty shall i but i I know what happened to me regardless of what anybody tries to say regardless of who is trying to debunk whatever facts i'm giving i know what happened to me and then you know what happened to you too nobody knows it like you know it and then i'm sharing my story because maybe you will be able to draw one or two lessons and strength from it you understand and that is what people do people people who happen to be in the same circle as you who have been surrounded by the same circumstances and situations like you they are there to give you strength you know it's like a form of network where you share your experiences and all that and that is the only reason why i'm doing this i don't enjoy sharing my story so it's not really palatable you know but just understand that there are thousands of people out there who are moving beyond what happened to them yeah. it's tough nobody's saying it's easy it's not easy for me it's not easy for you it's not easy for somebody who moved on years ago yeah. but we understand that sharing our story makes us find strength gives us gives us comfort you know that you are not alone and then you can move you can move beyond it i mean I could have easily succumbed to my suicidal thoughts and then I would not even be here to share my story. Yes. But then I'm here, I'm sharing it and then I'm also dishing out the same thing the same thing to you. Don't succumb to those negative thoughts that will come to your head. There are people who will try to blame you. Up to today, if I talk about my rape experience, I mean even with people who you know, with um the kind of should I say civilization that has come to the world at this yeah. point? There are people who still tell me that it didn't happen. And look at me, a ten year old girl who was in um something like an oversized house where getting raped. 
you understand? Yes. So it's all it's all don't blame yourself for this thing. It, it already happened. But there's a place where you find strength and encouragement. And if it takes you looking into the mirror and telling yourself every day that you are beyond the things that have happened to you, please do it. And if it takes you changing your environment, you know, okay, for somebody like me, for somebody like me who was sexually abused before I got raped, mm-hmm. I still see there's this particular guy that I still see and then even he knows that he can't come near me because well i could try to kill him and that's one of the reasons why i don't really like to come home and all that no honestly i could try to kill him if i had a choice and then maybe i'm going to go to jail for it but i'm learning to understand that these things don't really give you the satisfaction that you need do you understand sometimes you feel like if you are able to strangle your your um the person who 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 raped you yeah. maybe you feel better yeah maybe you will for just a tiny moment but trust me it's not going to last you the only thing you would ever wish for that would maybe sort out all the pain or suit all the pain is that it never happened but then i don't think that ever happens if you get what i'm saying yeah so just try and find strength, encouragement, any way that you can run away from bad energy, negative thoughts, um, people who will not support you, people who will try to even victimize you than um, you already are, people who will not try to support you or give you strength and courage in even the littlest ways. Please run away from them. Find help if you can. Yeah, if you can, find help that's what i'm just going to say and please to the society too try to not be how left it you're about don't be that tree that is full of thorns for victims of that don't be the reason why they are pushed to the wall and then even the wall self is crumbling on them try to support people at least that's 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 the least you can do even if even if you feel like okay this person is this person is i don't know maybe has some blame in it but the person was raped here yeah? mm-hmm. blame the person for whatever the person did but your blame should not include how the person dressed please mm-hmm. but just try and support people don't 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 try to debunk their experiences and say negative things. No, it doesn't help. So, because it could have been you, it could it could be your daughter, your sister. Do I don't even feel that anybody can treat? Yeah. But just be supportive, you know. So that is it all. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. We've gotten to the end of this interview, and yeah. I really appreciate your presence here. Let me start with how was the interview for you? What was the major thing you were able to pick out? Because for me, I think I was more concerned about what people said after this experience because I feel like it's the most important thing. What happens to you after? And it's so sad that people can be so ignorant to and insensitive to people's emotions and Look at the way Tolu's teachers and all the nurses and everyone else reacted. 
it's sad actually that this is what is actually going on like this is it this is reality not everyone is going to sit down and say sorry and pat you and do all that it's a lot it's a lot what do you think basically what do you really think about this please leave your comment leave your comment on this all right so i'll see you guys next week god loves you i love you bye